3: into your normal street clothes. Albie, you look up and you see you see Bellow talking to you and you see as he shifts from pink to purple, back into that familiar and trademarked shade of blue
4: that we, we know so well.
2: Oh my goodness. Uh, are we safe?
4: Yeah, it, yeah, we're okay. Just just rest, just rest. I've got you. So
5: is that Albie? Is
4: yes. that okay. okay, she's okay. What I don't know. I... Stir fry, stir fry, your uh,
3: your uh your feathers have all burnt off. You just you uh, you were you're, uh, you're burnt hard skin. Uh, you have no feathers whatsoever, but your uh, your macaw beak, it shifts and changes as you crawl through the tunnel, uh, turning back into the, the beak of a kenku. All of your burns remain all over your body. <sighs> Albi, your pool noodle that you had, it returns into its original form as a bow staff, but your hand does not return, nor does your butcher sword. Oh no, oh no! The tunnel keeps shaking and shaking and shaking, and Mona transforms in Mel's hands uh, from a flamingo back into her true form—a of uh, a candy apple red tiefling with fun black hair and long uh, antelope horns. Uh, she kisses Mel on his non-broken cheek. My hero! Uh, Mel smiles at her sadly as he holds up in her other hand as as the the melted metal uh, retransforms into a, a, a leg. And she says, "It's just a leg. I got all three of my babies. I'm a happy mama." Mandy's arm, it doesn't return. Uh, it, it does not come back. That arm is still stuck elsewhere.
6: Where? Come on. Where are we going? Where are we going? Ah,
4: Cordelia. Just keep moving. Cordelia helps stir fry. I'm this crying. way. I will not die like this up here. Come on, move it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 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 Val, <laughs> hello.
1: Cordelia? Oh, thank God. Eddie, Eddie,
6: Eddie. My eyes. My itching eyes.
1: My goddamn arm.
6: Okay,
1: it's fine, it's fine. Keep
4: moving. Andrea, sorry, Andrea, come on!
6: Andrea! Come on, go, 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 go! Who's Andrea?
3: I'm Andrea! This way, this way, this way, forward, crawl, on! And you finally, you're crawling, and you're crawling, little bits of tunnel are falling on you, and they're hitting you in the head, it doesn't feel good, uh, and you finally make it to the end of the tunnel, and you open the door on a house that's no longer entirely sepia. It's just painted that way.
0: Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek, rude tales of magic.
3: Two, you open your eyes, all of you. It's the morning now. Uh, the morning sunlight is hitting your face. Uh, all of you are bandaged and sore uh, and you, you lay on that same sectional couch in the house. Uh, it's as big as it ever was. And all, all of you, all 10 of you, uh, you're you're either on the couch or on the floor. Uh, you're all in pain.
5: Oh God. Oh my God, are we all here? Did everybody make it?
4: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we're all okay. Bella was on the floor <sighs> next to Albie, who's lying on the on the couch.
5: <sighs> yeah, she probably wants pets on her head. <laughs> Cordelia's, like throwing pillows at everybody to make sure everybody has like somewhere to somewhere to lay their head. Ow! Ow! Don't! 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 don't, don't. Ow! Sorry.
3: Oh, good, good, good! You're all up. You're finally all awake. It seems. Hello, it's me. I'm the kindly old woman who you'll remember owns this house. My name is something that's not written down. Everyone's
7: good. Yes, thank you. Something. We're just happy to be out of there. Yeah.
3: Sure, sure. Um, I just just wanted to ask. Uh, did my did me husband uh, nicotine tones?
6: Did he make it? Oh. oh. He he didn't make it. Um, well, was he at least faithful to the end? His last words were, my wife, my wife. Her name's not written down, but her influence is carved upon <coughs> my heart.
3: Aye, hey, well, that's nice. And uh, uh, she <laughs> walks back into the kitchen.
2: Albie kind of reaches out with her left uh, arm and tries to, like, give stir fry an ad boy
6: Ow! out this piece don't please don't touch please don't sorry,
2: touch sorry i'm sorry it's
6: okay it's okay
7: stir fry you look a roasted goose
6: <laughs> 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 you've, you've gotten goofier i like it i feel burnt up i can't even uh, he blinks super hard he he, he tries to bring his a uh, bandage Fingers uh, to his eye to scratch, but he can't even scratch his eyes right now from Pink Eye, uh, because it, it hurts his fingers too much too. <laughs> I just I want my feathers back.
5: Cordelia ducks into the half bath to grab some aloe vera gel, and returns with it and starts rubbing it on uh, Sir Fry.
6: Oh yeah, oh. easy, easy Ooh, relief. Yeah. I feel like bread being buttered, things going back to the right place. Yeah. Red, it's just Red butter, George, buddy. It's just butter. I'm being buttered. <laughs> yeah. A little piece of bread. You're a little toast.
5: You're a little oh, toasty.
6: Yeah. I'm a little toast, you know, toasted up with a little butter. That's mm-hmm. enough of that. Okay, I'm sorry. I love you, friend. I love you.
4: Bello is stroking Albie's hair. You, d- you did real good back there, you know. <laughs>
6: uh, thank you.
2: <laughs> She's just sort of Looking at her right skeletal hand and like trying to be brave about it. She's, you know, she's not letting herself cry. She's just sort of experimenting with moving it, the kind of limited control she has over it.
3: Yeah. And I'm going to, I hate to kick you when you're down, Albie, but this is not Frederick the Bonesby rules with this hand, the tendons and the muscles burned away. This is just a skeleton hand that your brain can tell it whatever you want, but it's not listening.
2: Yeah, she um, she she can only really move it by moving the the healthy joints around it. Um, she just sort of sighs, clutches it to her chest with her left hand, and is um, is looking over at Mandy and Mandy's wound.
3: Uh, Mandy is just staring ahead uh, forward with a grim expression on her face, and uh, her left arm is completely gone, and her right arm um, she's already, she's just picking up the heaviest pillow she can find, and she's just doing reps to try to overdevelop the right arm to make up for it. (laughs) (laughs) And we fade from here. Gently. We fade back in a few days later, it's Early morning, you wanted to get a, a fresh start as you headed out. You're at a large stone bridge, which is lined with streetlights. They're still on. They haven't even turned off for the morning yet. It reaches out across the Y River. You stand with all of the Garamules, as well as Andrea, the brain nomenclature. You're saying your goodbyes.
2: Alby, who has been training with Mandy, gives her like a little nod of respect as she's saying goodbye to everybody.
3: Mandy nods back, she says, Still haven't gone through the council. I can we do I, like a quick council right now? Uh, Mandy and Val look at each other. <laughs> All right, they break, they look at uh, Alby and they say, Albie, yes, and remember that she did help save your lives. Okay, they they go back into a huddle, she did save her lives. Okay, they break from the huddle, uh, and they look at Albie and they go, Albie, what color are apples?
2: Uh, green ones or red ones green ones green
3: gotcha okay they give a big thumbs up to <laughs>
4: to Bello
2: <laughs> Albie looks over at Bello like
4: beaming I, Bello's just a little stunned because he watched Albie kind of turn that question into a riddle and then solve it <laughs> wow great you that was great that was really great Stir
6: Fry's bandages are off, so he still looks like a roast goose. He's got one feather popped out at the very top of his head, one black feather, but for the rest, he's still that raw skin. But, he does, but he's not wearing the bandages anymore. He's standing in front of Mel and Mona. I uh it was really it was a real pleasure to meet you, Barry. And I just want to say um you've raised a great guy. He's uh he's he's been a really good friend to me and to all of us, and I just I I don't know, I just feel like you should all be very proud of him and we're all very proud of him and we love we love the guy so Oh
3: yeah, we're very proud of him. We're ve- you're I mean you must be like a big buddy of his.
6: Yeah, no, I Yeah, I, I yeah, we're we're actually really good friends. Um so it's and thanks. Yeah, and you see that. So that's Yeah.
3: And Mona steps forward and said, "What did you say your name was?" Uh, "My name's Stirfry." Stirfry? Stirfry. <laughs> Stir free Stir fry. I'm saying what you're saying. I, you're saying it, and i see. I see it written out. I'm a visual learner. I see it written out in front of me, and it says stir free uh, Stir fry uh, looks to make eye contact with Mel. Uh, Mel gives a big thumbs. He's not looking at you. He's only got eyes for <laughs> Mona. He gives a big thumbs up to Mona, and he looks back at you and he says, "Visual learner." <laughs>
6: You're amazing. Sure. It's tr- I mean, if you if you you could have put a hyphen in your name, but you didn't. And so it's stir-free. No, and sometimes people mess that up and it's it's, it's hard for for Google searches. Tim, let me let me, let me take that again.
3: <laughs> Tim? If you type go co- if you type Coca-Cola into Google, <laughs> it's like asking Mr. Magoo to paint.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's 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 how it is, um, but I, Anyway, it's it's. I'm really happy to meet you, and I can't wait for the next time we get to see each other again.
3: Andrea is just sort of standing to the side of the group. She's uh, just sort of waiting to talk to Bello. Bello walks over to her.
4: Well, I, I guess uh, I guess this is goodbye. It, it's been really good to see you. Yeah, you too. I uh, I feel like I feel like I owe you a little bit of an apology. Yeah, I would accept one. I just, do you remember there was like a month in second grade where you insisted on everyone calling you Andrea? Are you talking about Andrea?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Did I'm you confuse about, me with Andrea who moved no, away? I'm, I'm, no, I'm talking about the month where, you, I, do you remember? It was, there was I a remember month the, the month grade.
3: where Andrea sat next to me.
4: Did she? Did she move away? Yes, Bello. (laughs) But she looked
3: like you. She gives you a little kiss on the forehead, and she says, "I mean this sincerely, Bello. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you,
4: Andrea."
3: (laughs) She steps forward. She's. You know what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You called me Andrea! And she she walks down the banks of the river saying, he
8: called me Andrea! <laughs> <laughs> he called me Andrea!
6: <laughs> it's it's this version of,
8: she thinks I'm cute. That's
6: what.
4: Bello walks over to his parents. They both
3: look at you, and uh, Mel just goes in for a big hug. Oh, uh, that...
4: Hey, Dad. Hey! It's been... I'm glad we got to have these last few days after, you know, the whole the whole thing.
8: We got to catch up. We got to hear yeah. how your summer
4: was going. You said you're yeah. terrorists
8: or something. That's exciting. Well, yeah, it's exciting.
4: It's uh, you know, I technically right now I'm not wanted. Um so that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm really glad you're not dead. And you know, I hope I hope you guys can rebuild and um I I love you a lot. And um, it might be a while before I see you again. And Mona
3: and uh, Mel is just like holding Mona uh, just up like a like a way You're, like holding a bride before you like cross the threshold. He's just <laughs> holding her. And Mona looks over at you and says, um, "Bello, you get you got to write next time. You got to do something. You got to you can't just go off to college and disappear.
4: Yeah, well, as I said, there were like magical things happening, and we were on the run. What? Uh, yeah, of There's course. There's always yes,
3: magical things happening. Yeah, okay,
4: okay. Well, you got to get a peg. I will get a peg. Okay. I you don't. Just it's just. A- a, I don't have a peg yet. I think you like having Dad carry you around, but you can't make him carry you she around. She puts all the time. a big
3: finger over your mouth.
4: And you go, shh, fellow. I've got my peg's name is Mel. Okay, all right, mom. All right, I'm glad you're not a flamingo anymore. I'm glad too, but it was fun. <sighs> yeah, well, it's probably for the best that Vachis isn't around anymore. I'm glad you got your little bottom back. Thank you. Yeah, me. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. You got your little bottom back. You gotta give a give a little dance. Shake your little bottom. You used to be
3: no, such a little dancer, no,
1: mom. No. Come on, shake. Cha 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 cha. From cha, behind cha, cha, cha. you, here, I'll go. Woo.
4: Bello does a little dance, and everyone. Feels uncomfortable about it afterwards.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Mona
4: defies what you just said. She says, I've
3: never felt more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Woo! I'm sorry. You'll have to go all the way to Sethesda now to go to Vachis. It's okay. It's not as good.
3: Yeah, I know. And uh, Mel looks at you sort of grimly. No, says, no, but Bella, we, we have to stay and rebuild and tell people. Yeah. Yeah, you should. He goes, all right, all right. Horns in. All right. All right. And uh, he and your mom and you, you all, you all bump horns. He goes, uh, all right. I know your friends are watching. It's okay. You can go.
1: <laughs>
3: all right. Val, Mandy. Val and Mandy look at you uh, and they approach you and they give you, they both, uh, Mandy with one, just one little finger and Val with both hands. They both
4: like give you a little shove on your shoulders. <sighs> oh, okay, okay. You flinched. Yeah. <laughs> You're large and imposing. Yeah, and you and said been, it, finally,
3: and if you say it, then it's not going to be as bad, except it's a trick, because <laughs> now we're going to do it even more, because you
0: admitted it.
4: Yeah, I've been scared of you guys for 20 years. That's right, and they go to, uh,
3: with both their right hands, they both high-five. They go, That's right, and you've got to be scared for 20 more.
4: And then will we will we sort of let that...
3: Then we'll be close to our... retirement age, will be all we have left. Okay, and things will, things will soften? They always do, or, they'll, or it'll be way worse! Okay. We don't uh, talk to Angina. Yeah, We're not well, allowed she's to. She's crazy. Well, and then Val looks at you, and she makes her eyes uh, just move in different directions. She goes, "You know, I'm crazy."
4: <laughs> no,
3: you just <laughs> do that trick. All right, shut up. And they both sort of push you a little.
4: Did you show that trick to Cordelia? Why? <laughs> just want, just asking a question. Gotta go. Frederick shakes.
7: Mel's hand with um, a bony hand that is now a little bit slimy with green stuff that's still on it. He says, I tried
3: to trick Bello not to come here. Uh, He shakes your hand. He goes, So nice to meet you. I've been afraid of you the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, I'm going through some changes. Mona goes, What? You change?
7: Are you going through puberty? I feel as though I am going through some
3: sort of nine-year-old puberty, yes. That's so exciting. I I love puberty. It's so funny. It's so, your, your kids, they try to be all serious, but everything's going wrong, and you're getting the calls, and you know exactly what's going on. It's so funny. Oh, you're going to have fun. <laughs> I think I will. I think I'll have fun with... Elder puberty. Can I can I a tip from a mother to somebody who screams? No, mommy. Tell me, mommy. <laughs> Have fun with this one. Everyone's
7: so everyone's so serious all the time. Have fun with your puberty. Thank you. Yes, I did turn rather serious when I was fourteen.
3: <laughs> 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 Don't let it all out. It's okay. Have fun. Go nuts. Knock things over with your leg, It's fun. Uh. If only I had one, but I do seem to be growing some sort of skin, so who knows? And uh, Cordelia, wherever you were, whatever you were doing, um, yeah. you just feel a little gust of wind, and Val is then, uh, she's standing directly next to you, and she just sort of casually leans on the bridge.
5: Hey. <laughs> wow, <laughs> hey. What's up? Uh, Well, we're saying... Bye. It's really, it was really good to meet you. I yeah, think it was nice. you're wonderful.
3: When you say that,
5: I think you're beautiful.
3: Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, i saying I absolutely feel the same way. I'd
5: like to kiss you.
3: Yeah, please do. And then she, uh, she's just gonna go, shut up, and she just goes for it and kisses you. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah. Cordelia's like into it. Uh, she sort of scoops her up and kisses her again. And then pulls back and says, "I'm rebounding."
1: That's
3: that's fine.
5: Cool. Uh, she kisses her again.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she looks at you. She goes, uh, "Do you have like 20 minutes?"
5: Right now, yeah. And then they run away.
3: Uh, and as they as they run off, you hear Mona go,
1: Yay!
3: Yay,
5: they're having a race! <laughs> yes.
3: And we cut forward to uh, 28 minutes later. It took a little longer. We cut forward to 28 <laughs> uh, minutes later, and uh, uh, Cordelia and Val reemerge and see the entire group just standing there. And Val says, You waited? <laughs>
1: what? I couldn't
2: <laughs> Albie uh Alby kind of makes like a uh, face at yeah, Cordelia. Cordelia gives
5: a huge thumbs up and she goes, Yeah, we did. Albie <laughs> gives her a thumbs up. Cool. Um, okay, then Cordelia pecks Val on the cheek and sort of like lopes off towards her friends.
6: As Cordelia lopes off, uh like the wind suddenly stir fries right by her side.
5: Oh, <laughs> hey!
6: Hi, Cordelia.
5: I'm tired.
3: we cut forward now it's about an hour later we're walking through further out suburbs
5: well it was like broiling you know what I mean like really hot right up top
6: yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I Does know exactly sense? what you mean. Yeah, yeah like melting things... cheese. As well. Am I any...
2: allowed to say I know exactly what you're talking about?
6: <laughs> Alibi, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you i I can... love that. Yes, yeah. I love to hear that. No, but, but let me ask you. Uh, uh, did you let things cool down for a second? And heat back up. Cool There's down. There's no back time up. to
5: cool down. There's no time was... to cool down. Temperature doesn't move that fast. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
6: that's true. There was no time to cool down. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you continue
3: walking through these further out suburbs when suddenly you hear a rustling coming from a nearby uh, bush.
2: Albie wheels around towards the sound.
3: And, Albie, uh, you wheel around towards the sound and you see this bush shaking and shaking until suddenly a bugbear with enormous blood-soaked hands jumps out of the bush and screams at you. Ow! Woo! Remember me? Ah! The SS Bad News came up the Y River and I hopped out here in the suburbs. That's right. I'm the suburban strangler. And so to recap, I become a serial killer whenever and only whenever I'm in the suburbs. Get ready to deal with me for the next hour and And we cut forward uh, (laughs) further on (laughs) we're further on down the road the group is walking peacefully stir fry you wear a long cape made of bugbear skin oh my god (laughs) you enter the James Woods and pass a sign that reads keep the James Woods jaunty signed the sign makers of the Trashlands James Woods Division
4: Albie and Bello are, like, catching up with the rest of the group. They had lagged behind for, like, 20 minutes or so, Mm -hmm. but are just catching back up with everyone.
2: Keep them jaunty.
5: (laughs) Ah. Yeah,
4: yeah, really jaunty.
5: Cordelia gives Albie a look. Albie gives her a (laughs) nod. Nice.
4: Bello gives Cordelia a big thumbs
1: up.
5: (laughs) Cordelia's, like, (laughs) nodding knowingly. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bello, is this the
2: way you took to school?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, every year. It's, um, it's a little different than some of the other places we've been. It's a little more old-fashioned, you know? Mm. Um, like, you're more likely to find, like, a castle in the distance or, like, um, or like an elf that wants to read you an epic poem. Oh. oh Or, like, a centaur with a with a harp. It's, like, that kind of vibe. (laughs) Oh, um, weird question. They're jousting these woods? I mean, if you wanted to joust, this is where you would be. Oh! Definitely. You're going to find, like, um, you're not going to find a lot of, um, uh, you're not going to find a lot of, like, nightclubs, but you are going to find a lot of, like, falconers. Does that make sense? Oh, I fucking love a falcon show. I I, I know, I know, I know, but I just, it's cool. It's not like a, it's not, I'm not talking about for entertainment. I'm talking about, like, just a guy that, like... Hunts with a falcon for his, for, like, his food. Yeah,
6: I mean, and that's entertainment for me. I mean, watching those things works incredible. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Ooh. Okay.
2: So what's the fastest way, assuming we're in a hurry to go die in hell, um, what's the fastest way through here? Do you remember?
4: Yeah, we just, I mean, if you st- if we stick on the main path, there are a couple, like, branching paths, but the main path is pretty direct until we, and then we take a left on um on University Trail, which oh. is like which is like I don't know, it's like a couple days. It's a pretty long forest. It might be called
5: something different now. We should keep an eye out for that. Just yeah, it's um, probably
4: like Forbidden Zone Trail or something. Yes, now. that's right, smart. Right. You're all well, Like keep out,
5: small. maybe yeah. even yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah, it's like keep out. It's, it's like don't exist trail. It's like it's like yeah. don't look here trail or something like that. Big blank
5: know? area trail. Yeah. Do we? What do we think about? It? Is keep. The James Wood jaunty is that like a rule? Is this a rules haven thing? Do you think we gotta like walk with a jaunt? What are we? What are we thinking here? No,
4: it's just it's just the vibe. It's just the vibe. Okay. Like if you see if you see someone. If we like pass someone on the trail, yeah. like definitely this is like definitely the place where you want to say like, "Howdy." "Ho, traveler." Uh, and as bello as you say that, you see that nearby you on a, a
3: tall majestic rock peak, a stag stands proudly with its chest out, and when you say "Ho, traveler," it nods at you and says, "Welcome to the James Woods." And jumps uh, off into the trees. <laughs>
5: Okay, we're Beautiful. taking it seriously. I get it. And well met, Steed. No. And Bella was like oh, motioning well to his met, friends like, Well met,
3: well met, well met. Greetings, you weird dog. <laughs> uh, you hear from off in the distance, you hear, t- I, As you heard, I'm logged on. <laughs>
5: uh, Cordelia, <laughs> Cordelia looks into Bonesby and goes, Do you think Albie's a dog?
7: She, she's hot dog?
5: dog. Eh? Okay. Oh my she's...
7: gosh, Fred, wait. Wait. No. DePones
4: We like be. met her family. Yes.
7: yes, they were all a family of half and half different types of dogs. We were Wait.
1: Wait. 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 wait, 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 wait Dear. it's it's fine. We hold Not
5: fine. I see why you're saying it, but it's not
6: fine. Hey oh, Fred, what do you think those those antlers? What do you think those are on top of her head?
5: See I actually
2: hate this more than him just saying we're dogs and leaving it at that. We
4: don't have to talk about this right now. Okay. Albie, you do have something in your hair, and and Bella's going to pick something out of Albie's hair, just a little, like, you know, a little fuzz.
5: Thank you. Uh, Cordelia's going to look at Albie and go, there was
1: nothing there.
4: (laughs) Bella was actually holding a beetle (laughs) but was being chill about. Stir fry up to Fred.
6: Fred, I do want to know what you thought those things in her head. They're antlers. You thought dogs have antlers? Some do. What dogs? Oh my god. Fred. Weird
1: dogs. Weird <laughs> dogs are all and
5: are Wait, what are do, is dog like a like a large category for you? Well, okay. you should know your pot dog too. This is okay, what if I Okay, you this is what oh I gonna, I think this is where understanding. <laughs> if you're going to talk about smart. this,
2: I'm going to scout ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh and Albie's going to going to trot ahead a little bit and like start kind of going, you know, she's on the lookout. She's she's scouting
3: yeah, make a perception roll. Ten. Ten? Yes. Um, yeah, you are in the woods. You are able to see uh, off in the distance. I mean, from what you're able to get from a ten, you can tell that the air here is crisp. Uh, the mountain peaks, distant, majestic. Uh, you know, you see far off castles and ruins, spellbinding. Uh, you know, you, you <laughs> take in towering clouds where giants might live. If only a beanstalk could reach them. And, uh, you know, uh, you see enormous trees growing proudly from the rich soil, that type of thing.
2: <laughs> Albie takes a deep breath, and she just feels kind of nourished by the forest air. She's definitely more comfortable here.
3: And as you take this in, you have this calm, quiet moment in nature. You hear a screeching voice shout, Albie! Yeah. <laughs> Hey! And from out of one of the trees, uh, holding uh, just like an, a, comp- a, a noble steed in its mouth and just like chewing on it, you see uh, uh, a flip cup just stips, sticks his head out of one of these enormous trees, the, the leaves of one of these enormous trees. Uh. And it just spits, uh, he just spits like horse skeleton down uh. onto the ground. And says, I
1: thought you guys died! <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh... I just assumed you died, so I moved on with my life. I found a mate!
2: You found a mate? Yeah! Congratulations!
1: Thank you!
2: Where are they? I
1: ate our children!
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so you've really moved on quite a bit.
1: Well, I was left with no parental figures! You guys just went into a tube and I just assumed that was it. I thought you guys met, like, a weird suicide pact or something. Nobody tells me anything!
2: Oh, uh okay, so you should know that we do sort of have a suicide pact. Um, Yeah, you know, we're going to... um... General
1: info for FlipCop. I thought it anyway!
2: Well, I only could just start talking to you recently, so... Oh, yeah,
1: I'm sure you're blameless! I'm sure everything you said before we could talk was, let's tell FlipCop what's happening! Oh, bullshit! (laughs) Okay, jeez,
2: you got me!
1: (laughs) I did, I did! It's good to see you, I guess! I assumed you were dead and I felt nothing!
2: (laughs) Wow. Um... Well, you know, now that you're here, so you should know that the plan is we're heading back to our, where our school was, and we're going to try to enter hell and die there.
1: Sure. I mean, I guess you guys are the only family I have after I ate my children.
2: <laughs> wow. That doesn't answer where your mate is.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. I sort of left that vague intentionally, and you keep picking at it. Do you want to know, LB? Do you really want to know? <laughs>
2: Oh, I never you do! Not if you don't want to tell me.
1: That's not it! No! It's not on me! It's you don't want to know!
2: Okay. Cause you know
1: i tell you! <laughs>
2: okay. Okay, well, um, yeah, so that's where, that's where we're heading now, um... You know, we'd love to have you travel with us if you want to.
1: This is the level of respect I've been talking about the whole time! Yes, give give me the option, and if I want it, I'll take it! I'll take it! I'm bored!
2: Okay, great! Yeah, we could use, um... We got a little battered in that cube, and she kind of flashes her, her right hand.
1: Somebody eat your hand? Did I eat your hand? I've noticed I can't remember certain things!
2: Um, no, I stuck it in a...
1: I fear I'm reaching old age for my species.
2: Oh, gosh.
1: I fear it. I didn't say it's happening. I just said I fear it.
2: Okay, well, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Um. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> it's
2: okay. But yeah, uh, it, would be, it would be nice to have a little extra help, I think. Um, sure thing.
1: Consider me nearby. I'm going to go back in the tree, though. I got two other horses in here.
2: Okay, please don't bring me any more bones right now.
1: I'm not bringing you bones. I am spitting it out to have a conversation with you. Don't ever talk to me like that again.
2: Okay, well, that's a fine line. I'm trying to figure out where know. it is.
1: It sure is, and I punish you if you cross it.
2: Yeah, that's that's good, great.
1: I have not been properly socialized.
6: <laughs> hey, is that Flip Cup? Yeah, yeah, here he is. <laughs> Oh, flip cup! Oh, stir fry jogs up a little bit. Hey, buddy! Oh, hey, flip oh, cup! Oh, just so you know, of me.
2: flip cup, just so you know, he's he's had a really hard time, and he's gonna be really happy to see you.
1: He's always had a fucking hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I've hey. seen something struggle harder than he has. I don't even speak the same language.
6: <laughs> uh, stir fry rushes up, and remember, he doesn't understand flip cup. Oh, uh, yeah, Flip
3: Cup's up in the tree looking down at you. It's
1: my tiny mother who I don't understand! Hey, buddy!
6: Look at you! I love you so much! I miss you so much! Oh, look at you! You're so big and strong! You're so big and strong, my little boy! Uh, hey, he, Flip Cup! He loves you! I right,
1: hate everyone! Hello! It's me, Flip Cup! Any questions for Flip Cup? Or can I go back into the tree?
4: Go back into the tree.
1: Alright, great!
5: Um, DeBonesby and Cordelia are still back, uh, as Cordelia is sort of like f- peppering him with questions about what is and isn't a dog. Um, so you're saying the mermaids were, our part dog? Yes, yeah, so of the
7: sea or lake.
5: Okay. Uh, and she's racking her brain trying to think of other animals and like, um, oh wait, what about that? What about the rat that came out of the puddle? Wait, what about the rat that came out of the puddle?
7: that oh, was, a, well, it was the, a primordial god form. Not a dog.
5: Yeah, you fucking saw that. What was that? I saw you see that. Yes, I...
7: When I was trapped in my own mind as the other part of me was taking control, I confronted a, a strange figure, a, a sort of a hitchhiker that then shifted into a fox and then into my old uh, servant who uh, then sort of threatened to take over my body, seems to be very powerful. I don't entirely understand it, but I recognize that it, in that moment, in that vision we saw, seemed to come from beyond reality itself.
5: Wait, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm not really following this. This is, I'm talking about the thing that looks like, do you remember in Ruleshaven Haven, when that void came out? I've, that's gone, but like, it, it, it it's was gone. like that. Yeah, yes, it's gone. What do you mean it's gone? I mean, I don't have it anymore. I used to keep it in a waste bin in my spells room, but it's gone. I, I don't know what happened to it. Didn't we talk about this? It was... Um, Remember when we had to do the heist? Um, Look, the point is, is like, yeah, that's been... It disappeared, which is great actually, because that wasn't something that Cheddar gave me, that was something different and it was really scary. But that's what it was, I saw it in the puddle and it was the hand that came down with the seed, it was like that, you know?
7: But that's, that's what I recognized from inside my mind palace that threatened me and may still be inside here, rooting around in my old spell
5: Wait, so it's you, you took it?
7: How did you I, take
5: it? Is this like when you pull stuff from my. Can you take my spells?
7: No, I don't think so. I think. Um, I think this might explain why it was rummaging around in my spell lab with a thumb out, trying to. as though well it was trying to catch a, uh, a carriage that was going down the lane. I believe your strange magic hitched a ride inside of me and is actually rather
5: malignant. Oh. Oh, no. oh hey. Hi. Hi.
7: Okay, wait. And you understand, Albie, I don't think a dog is a lesser creature. There's all kinds of dogs. This is,
2: that's fine. This is not that's important. Not
5: important. Um, wait, so I should say that at, in Brian Doyle Falls, DeBonesby and I saw a vision of something that I thought disappeared, but I think it just went to De Bonesby, and I I don't know how that happened, but that's not good. Well, how did you pick it up? I, Didn't you get it I from uh, your... your, your patron boss demon fella? I thought so, but he didn't seem to recognize it. So I I don't think so now. But I I just thought it kind of came and went, like maybe it was a little passing through type thing. But there was something really chilling and chaotic and overpowered about it. So I'm pretty glad that it's gone.
7: <laughs> well,
5: Great. So a
7: a terribly powerful being that we don't necessarily recognize from beyond our reality uh, came into you somehow, not through your boss, Cheddar, and is now inside of me, rooting around in my brain, and I don't exactly know where it is. Wait, (laughs) this is from when we swapped bodies. Oh, of course. Of
4: course, that makes total sense. (laughs) Like how I can mimic stuff.
5: And I can talk to birds.
6: And, that's, and I was able to use Fist of Unbroken Error. And my limbs could break apart and rearrange themselves into fine shapes.
2: Well, it sounds like maybe... Albie <laughs> looks at uh, Stir Fry again because she keeps forgetting he can do that. Uh, <clears throat> it, it, it sounds like maybe it's a good thing it's with Mr. DeBonesby now because maybe it's better, you know, kind of like out of sight, out of mind and not in someone that we would have to fight against, you know?
5: Yeah, I just... I kind of thought that was what Virginia was interested in. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Oh.
2: Oh, God, where is Virginia now? Oh, I don't I know. I forgot about her.
5: Yeah, I don't I try not to think about a lot of things, to be totally frank, and, and she's uh, the close to the top of the list, if not do the top. Do you
4: think... Do you think whatever this thing is, do you think we should bring it to hell with us? Or maybe we should keep it out of hell? Oh, fuck, that's a good question.
5: I have, I don't even know how we could. I mean, to Bonesby, right? But well, I'll tell you what, he's not easy to talk to. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> True. Although I, there was never really a he for me, so I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. But me digress. Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
7: It's along for the ride. It's doing something in here. But also Goblin doing stuff, too. Look at this. DeBonesby rubs the back of his finger along his uh, forearm bone, which is covered with this sort of mucousy green stuff. And when he does it, little hairs pop up.
6: Oh, whoa. Whoa. Yeah! You're beautiful.
7: I might have skin again soon.
6: Oh, wow.
7: So I'm really, I'm really like, you know, I'm focusing my energy on that right now. I'm trying not to think too much about like the terrible cancer from beyond all knowledge of reality that is in my head that yeah. like, wants to make things right or whatever it was he said.
4: Okay. I hope you get skin before you get other organs or otherwise they're just going to like flop out, you know? That's a great point. I'm going to have to focus on that. And as you guys uh, walk and
3: continue to walk down uh, this path, can I just have everybody make a perception roll? Yeah. Das. 19. 16.
2: 17.
6: Unnatural 20.
5: Nice. Eight.
3: <laughs> so as you guys continue to walk, as you've had this conversation, you've moved about a half mile uh, down the road. You've been talking for a while. And, you know, it's just... Uh, you're you're keeping your your wits about you, and you're uh, looking around. And all of you, except for Cordelia, you see um, it is it's late summer; no leaves have fallen yet, and you're all able to see uh, these leaves just sort of spread out across the road. And just instinctively, you just walk around it, except Cordelia. Uh, I don't know what's going. Maybe they're just too far down. You're so tall, uh, <laughs> and you just don't see the leaves. Cordelia, you are going to fall twenty feet down into a pit, oh. and the rest of you, while you were paying attention to Cordelia and the pit and the leaves, that was the distraction. All of the rest of you, a net that was uh, hidden under dirt underneath you, it grabs you up and it pulls you high up into Whoa, the tree. No! You fly 30 feet up into the air.
1: Whoa. Oh my God.
4: Hold on, I'll I'll cut us out, and and Bella's going to pull his scimitar out? Bella, as soon as you pull your scimitar out, you
3: hear from down below, about 30 feet down uh, on the road, as a voice calls out to you and says, Aha! Congratulations, travelers! You've run afoul of the Virtuous Bandits! Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh.
1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: Hi, it's me, Producer Taylor, coming at ya, oppa mid-roll style. <laughs> We're very happy today to welcome back one of our founding sponsors. Folks, I'm talking about Inked Gaming. Listen, we all have a list of reliable go-to suppliers who offer the best gaming gear for the best price. And Inked Gaming is at the top of ours. I'd even go so far as to call them a friend of the show. Inked Gaming is a company, they've been with Rootels since the beginning. When the doctor grabbed our ankles and pulled us out of uh, the womb, and spank this on our little ass uh, and then use the tool to create the the ass um, uh, crack a lot of people don't know this but babies aren't born with those um, inked gaming was there I think they were doing some of the mopping up uh, they've been with us since the earliest days now you probably already know who I'm talking about but just in case you don't folks ink gaming makes premium dice bags, play mats, mouse pad all that, and a whole lot more. It's a treasure trove of goods designed to help you customize your gaming spaces. It's a place where you do the game stuff. Maybe it's stuff you do actual on the table. You need the big mat for it. You know, they got the special format mats for, like, the card games and stuff. I'm losing the relaxing tone. I'm getting back to it now. You know, we actually uh, met someone recently at Gen Con who, uh, uh, back in the summer, who had... Gone to Ink gaming and had a bunch of like Rude Tales character art put on this stuff. It looked fantastic, and they've sent me samples. It's it, it's it's very very good. It's frankly the best, and it's not some giant faceless corporation that you know burns people alive in a warehouse or anything. No, tight knit folks that have been together for eleven years, small group, and hopefully Rude Tales will keep them in business for the next one thousand one hundred eleven years please let us die they'll cry into the email and we'll look down and say make more high-quality gaming mats and other gaming supplies please and they will because folks they do it because they love it they really do uh, if you... <laughs> so if you have a unique design you would like to turn into this high-quality game wear, or a D and character creature that you want to show during your games or streams, or even just my face blown up into a single big shot or repeated ad infinitum like one of those old screensavers all over uh, your material. Ink Gaming can have it printed for you. And now you can also show support for their talented community of independent artists by picking a pre-designed piece. And you know they get that cut, baby. Ooh, we love to hear it. Now since they're also our sponsor for this episode, Ink Gaming has once again asked us to pass along a special 10% off discount to you. The noble listener. All you have to do is visit inkedgaming slash rude Folks, I think that's supposed to be inkedgaming.com slash rude Let me just check one second. Here, have some cucumber water. Yeah, that's it. No, drink it all. No, it's for you. We made it for you. Yeah, baby, we're talking about inkedgaming.com slash rude tales. Customize, choose from what exists. What they even got a logo up on the page. It's beautiful. Whoa, hey, look, I'm seeing free shipping on orders over 50. And if you go to, you know, the slash Rude Tales, you get 10% off, baby. And then at checkout, use the promo code Tales. That's capital R-U-D-E-CAPITAL-T-A-L-E-S. Tales. RUDETALES, capital R, capital T. It doesn't get better than that, except perhaps to look into the eyes of an Ink Gaming employee shake their hand or give them a hard clap on the shoulder and say thanks don't ever stop
3: you feel a bump and you all come to in the back of an open wooden cart heading down the path you're all tied up together held by solid gold rope. Five humans dressed all in bright brown clothing are in the cart with you. One human, also dressed in bright brown, sits up ahead driving two large horses of colors most pure.
1: Uh,
6: Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, where are you taking us?
3: One of the humans turns and looks at you, he's full of confidence Uh, he has blonde wavy hair he's a human he has blonde uh, wavy hair a pencil thin mustache uh, and he leans forward uh, confidently and says ah well I see you've come too Uh, hey I thought it time you awaken you travelers five ha ha
5: yes we travelers we're up we're up Yes, and now that I've
3: learned everything there is to learn about you, it is time for I to introduce we selves. Ha-ha! We are the Virtuous Bandits! We steal when it is virtuous! and we do anything that is ver- so we are bandits right and so uh-huh. what right. we are doing is bandits right when you think of bandits you think bad guys you like think i would, who would kidnap you I, absolutely you think fellows who would kidnap i would never want to run afoul of them no the, yeah brigands brigands ah he speaks the tongue of the woods of james the james woods aha uh-huh. and he tips his cap he says i tip my cap to you good fellow as do my bannermen
4: they all tip their caps to you. Bello tips his cap back. Bello puts his hand back in the rope.
2: Uh why are you taking us?
3: But I haven't introduced myself. My name, or so the name given to me by my parents which makes it mine,
6: Jesus be
3: J.W. Yeah. Marriott. I'm the leader of the <laughs> Virtuous Bandits. <laughs> This completely clean fellow next to me is Pork Pie. But I'll let I'll allow him to introduce himself. Pork Pie, uh, who is just introduced, he's completely clean. And uh his conception <laughs> he's you he's so clean. He is just like just fresh out of a bath. He has no hair whatsoever, uh except eyebrows, which seem to have been like like drawn on by marker. But very cleanly, uh, he looks at you and says, Hello, good fellows.
5: <laughs> Hi, hi, Pork Pie. Divine. Divine to meet you.
8: Yes, they call me Pork Pie. I'm named after my favorite meal. If only I could eat it now. And he pats his belly forlornly. (laughs) Pork Pie, Pork Pie, I must ask you... Uh, yes, I love to eat the noble swine when placed into a pie. If I do not get my treat, then surely I will die.
4: A, a brilliant tale of one's own name yes Aha.
8: Ah. pork pie you must you must help us though. It seems we have been captured. Yes, of course. I will help you by introducing the good fellow to my left. His name is J.W. Marriott. Also, I will introduce the man to my right. His name is Cenobite Structures.
3: (laughs) Cenobite Structures nods at you. Cenobite has long blonde hair and says, My personality is that I am hot. Um. Nice to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. He puts a, a handout for each of you to kiss if you so choose. He says, only if you so choose. Um, I
2: would love to know where you're taking us and why. Yes,
3: but you haven't met the big finish. The big finish nods at you and says, Ah, will be a pleasureful riddle finding out why my name be what it's to be. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't met the rest who have taken a vow of silence. Oh, Thank good. God. Um, <laughs> those men nod at you and they all they all extend hands to shake. And then they, they look at their hands and they look at your hands and they sadly put
6: their hands back down. Um, Stirfry okay. uh, looks at all of them, um, gratitude to meet all thee, but won't thy l- set my party free?
3: Ah, J.W. looks at you and
6: says, well,
3: spoken, Traveler. You needn't have rhymed, but it is considered bonus
6: points in these here, James Woods. <laughs> ah, bonus I accept with pleasure. But is there some get off this ride lever? Yay! Would. Uh. Half would points the...
5: for a slant rhyme? <laughs> Yay, would that we knew what direction we go? Yeah, where what? are you taking us and why?
3: Worry not, worry not, we're taking you to our secret fortress, a hollowed out tree in a secret cave, locked far away under a river mighty. This tree is completely white, like a cave bug, and fear not, this tree is also completely blind. Um, Uh. and
2: why are you taking us to your hideout?
3: Because we are bandits most virtuous, we've stolen you from your very quest to teach you tales of morality.
2: Oh,
6: um. Our treasure is oh. education. Oh. oh. Okay, so, I mean, I'm curious. I'm tickled. I want to know. I mean,
4: come on. J.W. J.W. Ah,
3: do you- J.W. Marriott is my name. Virtuous banditry is my
4: game. <laughs> you must me. understand. We travel not through these woods for pleasure. What? In fact, a deadline puts us all under much pressure. We must stay on our path. Wow. you, you This is a group committed most most,
3: most impressively to rhyming for these <laughs> bonus points, which add up to nothing.
1: Hmm.
6: <laughs> uh, Stirfire is going to try to see if this rope can hold him at all. So he's going to try to see if he can, uh, using, using a sleight of hand, uh, break the rope. Yeah, make a roll. Fifteen.
3: Fifteen. Um, you pull and pull on the rope, and it actually... Every time you pull, it tightens
8: a little bit more onto you, and Pork Pie, he says, oh, look now, all. <laughs> the the bird, the bird most roasted, is trying to escape from his golden bonds." And all
3: all of them look, and they they, they clap,
8: and they say, Ha-ha-ha!
3: Ha-ha-ha-ha! And J.W. stands forward and says, Ah, you'll see that those ropes are ropes of pure virtue. Virtue? They can only be broken by the virtuous. Oh. And so the fact that you cannot get out of your ropes means that we have lessons aplenty ahead of us.
4: Bello has untied his own ropes. He's got
5: Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Cordelia is extremely tied up.
4: <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got you. He's, he goes to untie Albie. Yeah, and as you go to untie
3: Alby, um, everything you do, as you, do, it, it's, it's like untying a Gordian knot. You are just unable to do it. Every time you go to untie it, or you think you've got it, or you pull it, it reties itself in a different way, and it tightens a little bit on <gasps> Alby's
4: wrists. <gasps> oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
2: I just, you know, I didn't think it was gonna work. No offense. It's more about me than
3: you. Um, that's no, that's pork pie pats his stomach. And he says,
8: ah, yes, I see the moral backbone of the group trying to save his friends. It's, it's, you're not, like, sinful. Me? Yeah. Yeah, well, the ropes say otherwise. I mean, who, you know, that's... These are ropes of... Objective morality. Objective. No. As you I bet know, we're going to find out that you guys have some weird moral code that's warped and bizarre. We have no weird moral code. It's just that morality is a naturally occurring phenomenon which can be measured and charted. Oh, oh
2: well, um, you know, I, I think if you understood the stakes, you know, what was at stake for what we're trying to do. You'd maybe forgive us for not exactly bending to your moral... Your objective moral code.
3: J.W. looks forward and says, Ah, yes, now, and here is your chance first to untie those golden bonds. Although the blue tiefling, a demon as he may appear to be, seems to be the most virtuous, perhaps there's a lesson there. I, a teacher, am ever on the hunt for one, but I forget myself. This is your opportunity to prove your virtue to we. You need simply close your eyes when I ask, because this is a secret hideout that we're going to. So it would behoove you to close your eyes to help us keep it secret. If you can do that, that is one step forward on this morality lesson. Do you close your own eyes? Yes, every time. Not even we know (laughs) where our own secret hideout is. Only our driver knows. And I suppose the horses, too. Did we meet the driver? No, you did not meet the driver. He is among those who have taken a vow of silence. Oh, conveniently. Okay,
2: okay so are, are we closing
3: them now? Yes, please. On, on three, all of us will close our eyes. A one, a royal two, a normal two, and a three. <laughs> <laughs> to us, three is four. Oh my gosh,
2: Elby is just like, she's closed her eyes, but she's shaking her head and gritting her
7: teeth.
6: Who Stir- closes, who doesn't? Stir Fry closes his pink eyed pink eyes.
5: Cordelia closes her eyes.
3: Bello closes his eyes. The Bonesby got eye sockets, but he looks down. Great, you all close your eyes, and it, uh, it goes dark. Oh, the Bonesby, you see your feet and you see the light changing, but you're not looking at where they're going. I'm a good boy. And for the next several minutes, the road is bumpy, and then it gets cold, and then it gets very dark, and then it gets very bright. And you pass under a gentle waterfall, like on a log plume ride. You get a little wet, but it's a fun amount of wet. It's not great. It's not going to ruin your whole day. (laughs) You move into darkness, and you hear water flowing overhead. Then you hear JW say, Ah, yes, and now those eyes can be opened without fear of consequence. And a one, a, a royal two, a normal two, three. Open those eyes. Oh. And... Dirt tunnel under a river. You can see above you as the water simply flows, uh, and it seems like there's perhaps there's glass or there's something separating the bottom of the river and, and from you. But sunlight comes in uh, through the river, and the, uh, the, the the green river water it illuminates this entire large dirt tunnel that you find yourselves in. But it's not dirty. It's made of dirt, but it, it, it isn't dirty in here. It's very well maintained and very well. Well manicured. There's even hedges growing in here. The roots have been knotted together uh, in regal ways. You see, uh, there's an underground breeze, and you see uh, large uh, heraldic banners of knights riding lions, uh, lions riding dragons, uh, dragons riding the sun. Uh, They're all (laughs) waving in the breeze down here. You can hear the echoes of trumpet revelry from yore, you know, just from years past. You just hear distant echoes of trumpet. This place has an air of the ancient and the majestic to it, but it is, it's is—it's very well kept and very well maintained. Uh, its You're not sure if it was built recently to look like that or if they've just kept the place up very nicely. You head forward.
6: To make one's home into the wall must mean for ver- heights not very tall. And yet you all bring us through here. Sir Friday, that's... That- we don't have they to don't do care. this. It's a fun challenge. It's a fun challenge to talk fun. All right? Come in, did anyone?
4: Know. Did anyone's ropes get looser?
5: No. Mine got tighter, uh, but I don't know why.
6: Mine aren't going anywhere. Yeah, no. Mine either. Albie, it's kind of cool to know you're one of us, though. I like that.
7: Yeah, Albie can hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Welcome to the bad boys.
2: I thought I was one of you the whole time.
6: <laughs> but now you're a bad boy.
4: Yeah. Cool. Uh you guys think this has to do with, like, the callstones, you know? Oh, um. Is that why I'm free and you're all tied up? I mean, I almost
2: don't even want to ask if they've seen them, but maybe we should. We
8: shouldn't. We No, we shouldn't. That's a, ah, I, do you I, speak it, of the callstones? Yeah. Uh, well, you spoke loudly of them in with an <laughs> earshot of us. Yes. Pork, pork Pie. Um, yes, the, Pork Pie is my name. Eating pork pies, I wish were my game. (laughs) Perhaps at this moment you could exercise the virtue of discretion. Ah, yes, discretion is a virtue, and yet secrets are sin freezing me in place. <laughs> oh, no! That'll do. And Pork
3: Pie just freezes. <laughs> he goes into, like, rictus, and he goes, ah, 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 ah.
6: he falls. He falls over completely <laughs> still. <laughs> no! Jeez! We have but bested one of our trappers. <laughs> G- wait. No, dude, Jw G- looks at Oregon, and goes, ah, goodness! <laughs> you- you've got one of us in a moral dilemma! Oh! Friends, do you hear that? <laughs> yes. This is our way out.
4: Mr. I don't know why, but this feels like you up your alley. I love more dilemmas and I love rhymes. If we
6: trick each one with dangerous questions, we may be out of here in the nick of time.
2: Ooh. Let's give it a shot. And, and
6: JW's going to put a finger to your beak. Stir fry and say, enough of your
3: devil's words. You've trapped my friend <laughs> in a completely, a genuinely unexpected moral dilemma that he talked himself into if you really think about it. Oh, <laughs> you that, yeah, that. that's... <laughs> Yes. You made a simple request. It's just not he just off. fucking, <laughs> He just fucking died. On
5: you. <laughs> he <laughs> checked pork pie's balls and goes, Yep, dead. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did he ever get a pork pie? All he looked
3: behind a clean corpse. <laughs> all, all of your wristbands tighten. Oh. 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 And he, uh, J.W. takes the hat off and puts it to his chest and says, Well, we must only hope that Pork Pie is is going to his reward as a virtuous bandit and eating pork pies infinite in heaven. And we must not hope that he is receiving an ironic punishment in hell,
5: eating too many pork pies. <laughs> But just in case, Cordelia, with her hands tied, reaches into her pouch and tosses a couple of coins onto Porkpie's eyes.
3: Yeah, they land on his eyes, and there's like a burning, sizzling sound uh, as they hit his eyes. Good. And JW says, I must admit, I'm not familiar with your local custom of grief, but. Well, all all it, it it I think it only virtuous that all should be able to mourn in their own quiet way.
1: That's
2: true. We yes. should leave you to mourn in quiet and maybe uh get out of here.
3: Oh no! Your bonds! Your bonds of virtue are too tight. We must release them for you by teaching you stories of morality. And we're here. We're at the completely blind tree. Step lively, step lively. And he leads you into their, uh, their completely, it's just a pale white tree. This tree has never gotten any form of sunlight. And it is, it's hidden deep within a cave under this river.
5: Is this place called The Nest?
3: No, this place is not called The Nest. Okay. We call this Virtuous Bandits HQ. Uh,
5: I don't like it either, but we can go in.
3: It stands for high quality. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because we think of ourselves as quality men.
6: You ask us all to step quite lively, but how can we do so with our last of
3: uh, fuck! Up. No, it's gotta be lively. It's gotta be on the word lively. You did it. You started it with the tone. Lively? No, you can't help it either. You can't use blithely now. Blithely is off the table. You
6: ask us all to step so lively, but how can we stomach it when we see that man Pie, Leaf?
1: <gasps> Pie
6: wow. leave? Pie
3: uh, leave! You know what? I'll give it to you. I'm not even giving it to you. I'm just recognizing that you took it
6: yourself. Good show, lad! I was trying to trap him in a moral, con- a moral dilemma, you know, that, that, that how can we step lively when a man dies?
3: J.W. Marriott is going to lean into you, Stir Fry, <laughs> and say, you tried to trap me, but you merely entertained me.
6: <laughs> well, I can't have a problem with that, good sir. He
4: slaps you on the back.
6: A delightful fellow! Ow! Down my skin.
4: Though you make merry, J.W., my poor friend here is grievously injured, yet you bind him so, and not in a sex game way. <laughs>
3: Oh, I thought you were rhyming. Your to- I'm sorry, the, no. the cadence of your sentence, I was, like, not even close.
4: I'm trying a new and thing. And so,
3: as a result, I completely missed the content of your <laughs> sentence.
4: What? What
1: say you, so, traveler? So,
4: so you might you might notice my friend has been, like, seriously burned recently. And you might notice my friend Cenobite's personality is that he's hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, game recognized game. Yes, but- yes. Cenobite nods at you and says, yes, a, a hot fellow I. Uh uh, but you know, my friend is 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 very burned. But you're you've captured him. You've you've done him great harm. Yes, yes, I this have done. This lacks any virtue.
2: You're hurting my hand too.
4: Yes, yes, we hurt you to help you. Of course, of course.
3: And so the first morality lesson begins.
5: Okay, great. Let's just do this. School, go ahead. We got classes.
3: He brings you uh, He brings you up a, a long winding staircase carved uh, into the interior of this hollowed out. Uh, this is a, a tall, thick, white tree. It's, uh, it's as large as any of the trees from outside, but this tree, this completely white, completely blind tree, grows alone with no light hitting it whatsoever in, in the interior of this enormous hollow cave. It leads you up the interior of this hollowed out tree to the top room. A, a completely white room, carved out of wood, uh, and he has a, a wooden board. He pulls down from the ceiling, and on it is carved "Morality 101."
2: Albie leans over to Cordelia, and she says, "All right, like if we're gonna do this, you know, at least I'm a really good student." Yeah, and then she and-
5: like sits up super straight. I, at least I have you to be a really good student. Look to your left.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Look to your right. Yeah. Hopefully the person you looked at, although you on the edges would have, you know, I understand you just looked at wood for one of your looks. Yeah. But the rest of you, and you can follow where I'm going here. Both of the people you looked at are immoral. <laughs> by the end of this class. Uh, I looked at Bello. <laughs> by the end of this hey. class, all of you will be moral. One of you may have died. Oh, Two of you will be moral. The rest of you will be. Mo- it's been a minute since I gave this speech. <laughs> I go by memory. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so here we go. You looked to your left, right? You looked to your right. You saw yes. the wood. You saw each other. Yes. And here we go. Lesson number one. Moving on. And he pulls down <laughs> another wooden screen and says, You there. The skeleton. Hello. You have two apples. Mm hmm. He pulls down another screen, and there's uh, three apples carved into it. Your friend has three apples. He is. You're significantly hungrier than your friend. But Uh your friend has said he doesn't want to share. No. How do you solve this dilemma? I'm hungrier than the friend. You're hungry. You're significantly hungrier than the friend. You have two apples. He has three. Five apples total. I eat my apples.
7: You eat two apples. Yes. And then... I take his three apples,
3: I eat them all.
7: How do I feel then?
3: (laughs) Uh, You feel full of apples. You are no longer hungry, but you feel even worse because you have done the unvirtuous thing. Your friend was also hungry. He wasn't zero hungry. You were simply hungrier than him. The correct answer was to speak to your friend and say, friend, the two of us belong in a church, post-haste, and to lead him to that church to worship and to grieve. To grieve? that potentially to grieve
7: what? What to grieve? The the sadness and the evils of the world. Of course, of course. All right.
3: Well, agree to disagree. No, not how it works. No, morality is a fixed spectrum. There is good and there is bad. If you behave a certain way, you are good, and if you behave another way, you are bad. There is also there is a dimension for chaos and law. We, we do not concern ourselves <laughs> with this, though.
4: Very well. What do you grieve,
3: JW? Oh. And he takes off his hat. He says, "I grieve my friend for five. <laughs> that makes sure, sense. Sure, it's a That's, very recent hurt. Make, that turn. makes sense. That's fresh. Merely my most recent grief, but I have grieves another.
5: Tell us of them.
3: Yes, of course. Why I grieve all the sad things of the world, all the bad things, all the children who misbehave, all the children who steal from their parents all the parents who steal from those children's grandparents and all the grandparents. People don't live to great grandparent age in this part of the world. And so I simply grieve that those grandparents will be dead soon.
2: Uh, you Wow, you really, um, you take a lot on, uh, J.W. Marriott.
3: Yes. There are those who say, and he goes to look out of a window that's carved <laughs> into the tree, uh, just looking at dark cave wall in the distance. He says, yes, there are those who say too much. Only someone lighten my load.
2: Um, do you want to talk about it?
3: He pulls down another board and he says, you there, the tall one. Yeah. Okay, wow, ignore me. You, you, I see your bonds are tight.
5: Okay, yeah,
3: they I'm are. I'm just saying, It's See, they seem to be cutting off the circulation to your hands.
5: Yeah, it actually hurts. But... So it
8: would behoove you to answer
3: this question most correctly.
5: Okay, I'll get hoofed.
3: All right. There are two tracks in front of you. Great. (laughs) But they also, they they form a point, right? And then it's one track. An easier way to say this was there's one track which splits into two, right?
5: Uh, Wait, yes.
3: Like a fork Uh, in the road. There's a fork in the road, but they're tracks.
5: Okay, pick it up. The left, you pick up the tracks? Well, the fork. There's
3: more to the, 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 you're not even close, you're just getting the information. You're in exposition mode right now and you're giving the answers. Okay, I got it. It's too late, you pick up the track. What do you do with the track? throw it (laughs) throw it where throw it where this is important somebody laid those tracks and they worked hard why are you undoing their work (laughs) albie whispers to cordelia a church Cheating! Cheating! And, uh, Albie, your your uh, your bonds are going to tighten. Oh! Uh, Albie! Since when is teamwork not a virtue? Cordelia, your bonds tighten as well.
5: What? Just, just for listening?
3: To hear a cheat is the same thing as to give a cheat. But wait a second. And uh, at that, Cenobite Structures is going to stand up and say, Wait a second, what was that? What was, What do you mean about cheating? Your question, you asked about cheating. I'm Cenobite Structures, the hot one.
2: Yeah. Hi, I, I asked, since when is teamwork not a virtue?
3: Of course, you're working together in order to cheat. You're working together, which is a virtuous action, but you're doing it to cheat, which is not... No, 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 oh, and no, And he, uh, he he, goes <laughs> completely frozen, and he goes into just, like, complete rictus mode. He goes, no! And he falls over just completely flat. And for some reason, uh, Pork Pie did not, but Cenobite's structure shatters. <laughs>
5: With even tighter bonds, Cordelia throws coins on the shattered pieces.
3: Yeah, they touch two of, like, the shards and they just sizzle.
6: Yeah, good. Don't, don't you, CJW? The more you interrogate us with fanciful flights, the more you lose friends like Cenobite. Don't it not be better to let us all go? Or soon you shall be all on your alone. All on your own. Yeah, He yeah. pulls down another wooden board. You there. Yes.
3: Rhyming cooked goose. Yes. I have a question for you. Okay. An extraordinarily fast man is running from the capital city at 198 miles per hour. Yes. Another extraordinarily fast man is running from the middle of the stinking sea at 293 miles per hour. Yes. They are running directly at each other. Yes. For you see, earlier they had an argument which has been unresolved.
6: Yes. Which man is more in the right? The one who runs atop the water agrees to give the other the hand of his daughter.
3: Yes, 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 of course, you understand. That was the man who their argument was that the other man said, I want to marry your daughter, and this man said, You cannot marry my daughter. And in all cases where there is conflict, it is the man who backs down first. That is the virtuous man, yes. And at that, stir fry, um, your ropes loosen significantly. These Uh, are riddles. They're not riddles.
1: That's a lie.
3: Riddles are weird lies. These are questions of morality. They are ex- taxonomic. They are
6: taxonomically
8: dissimilar.
6: <laughs> oh, man, if you say so.
3: Yes, I do.
6: Taxonomically dissimilar? Just don't call me late for dinner. La.
3: <laughs> You're racking up bonus points. I hope you know what to do
4: with them. <laughs> I know <laughs> not. <clears throat> I coughed. JW, don't you understand that the world is a lot more complicated than these. Binaries of morality? All that this all that these rigid structures have done for you is cause the death of two of your friends. Ah, please, if they die, they die. That's
3: simply the life of a virtuous bandit. We didn't sign up for this for comfort or for safety. It's a dangerous life teaching people how to be virtuous. We do not rob from the rich. We do not give from the poor, although we do give lessons to the poor. And- I suppose if a poor was to be poor for, let's say seven, eight, nine years in one area, and they've shown that they're working their best, we would work with them and their community to sort of provide tax incentives for that, for that poor.
2: Wow.
6: Huh. But only to those poor would you give help. Uh, what am I trying to say here, friends? It's Uh, just figure them out before
3: you say them. They're extremely time consuming.
6: Albie, I think it's your turn.
3: (sighs) Yes. Okay. Albie, I have a question for you. And he pulls down a, uh, another plank of wood and there's a baby on it. You have a baby.
2: <laughs> uh No, I don't.
3: Yes, you do in this question. Okay. You have a baby. Your friend approaches you and says, I have a baby. The very same.
2: Who's the friend? Irrelevant. Well.
3: Of your ex- a friend of your, who looks exactly like you. A friend who looks exactly like you, but she has a a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The friend says I would like the baby.
2: Okay, she can have it.
3: No, but it's your baby, so you would just give up a baby instantly? This baby cries out to you and cries, Mother, mother, speaking already, I am.
2: Well, if, if this is a friend that I'm close with, then it's not like I wouldn't be around to help with the baby, but if my friend really wants this baby, then
3: Your friend looks at you and says, I insist that only one of us have the baby, and once I get the baby, I will not share. And maybe I'll even do something bad to the baby. <laughs> Who's this friend? You're, you're trying to trap me! I'm not trying to trap
1: yes, you, your you friend is. This is! Your not friend is situ- the question! I'm just giving you the information from the question! You're
3: trying to de- teach me morality with a situation that would never exist. And that's what situation happens all the time! I did this to somebody once before I was virtuous. Before the goodness of virtue touched my heart when I was a wicked man, my name used to be J.W. Marriott's bad version. And that's so I stole the baby from my friend who looked exactly like me because he was my brother. And I stole his baby. I said, it's my baby or it's yours, but only one of us can have it. But I'm going to do something bad to it. But then later on, I became virtuous.
2: Wow. J.W. Albie scoots out of her chair and she starts walking magnanimously towards jw and she looks him in the eye and says i forgive you
3: you forgive me but no but 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 what
2: forgiveness is a virtue yes yes and i forgive you virtuously for acting unvirtuously before you were virtuous
3: And everyone else, you can see from because Albie has walked forward; she's got her hands behind her back. You can see as the golden rope untangles and simply falls from her wrists. Ah. And JW Mayor says, "No goodness, no! This is you're using it as a trick. You have just discovered, and this is this you've just discovered the the static line between good and evil. And
4: you're simply doing good deeds for evil reasons. Virtue is not a trick." And Bello steps forward with Albie and says. I forgive you, too.
1: No, please!
3: You're weakening me by forgiving. Please stop forgiving me. I don't. I need not forgiveness. I'm a virtuous man. You're a haunted man. Please, I'm not haunted by my actions. I forgave
4: myself.
2: And we forgive you for forgiving yourself.
4: <laughs> Bello with his tail, is going to motion for, for everyone else to come forward.
5: Oh. Oh,
4: right. Yes, okay.
5: We forgive you.
7: J.W. Marriott, please
6: forgive me for not forgiving you sooner, which I do now. Mr. Fry stands. If our forgiveness is rejected... He's
3: like, in a, he's just like, uh, he's clutching his chest on the ground and he's breathing heavily. He's like, out with it, please!
6: Seems like thee need to be tested.
3: No, goodness gracious, no and he would ah, 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 ah. and he uh, he freezes and he also goes into the same uh, s- uh, the same rictus and then all of the other uh, all of the other virtuous bandits who had taken their vow of silence, they look at you with comprehension and they silently go oh, oh, oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> And they
3: also freeze into rictus, leaving only the big finish who looks at you. He smiles and he tips his cap to you. <gasps> he leans forward. He puts his elbow on
8: his knee. He puts his his foot up on a chair carved directly into the ground. And he says, "Ah, yes. And now you'll discover why they call me the big finish." And his head explodes into pure virtue. <laughs> 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 wow.
1: Just absolutely
3: painting wow. all of you guys. It is just like somebody broke a uh, uh just like a 12-gallon water balloon of just <laughs> High pressure uh, gold paint uh-huh. and just like bright gold hits all of you guys. It doesn't block your airways or anything like that, but the entire interior of this room is bright gold.
4: Oh! Sooks! Ugh. Wow.
6: You know, friends, I don't say this often, but we really do meet some strange people. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yay unto
5: your thinking, my friend. Don't try. I did. That was the one time, and I really shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) And stir fry. Your backpack gets a little bit heavier as it fills up with 129 bonus points.
6: (laughs) (laughs) My back.
4: Oh, dude, sorry.
6: Oh. Does anybody want some bonus points? No.
0: Ah. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Carly Minardo as Albie, Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Joe Lapore as Bello, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bensby, and Branson Reese as everyone and everything else. Rude Tales of Magic is edited by Casey Tony and produced and designed by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. None of which would be possible without the zeal and financial support of our patrons, especially our dark and beneficent masters, Sidney and Benjamin Paul, and of course Tyler Button. And see you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more Rude tales of magic.